Section three of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The World Story, Volume five. Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Teppen. Section three. The coming of Charlemagne. Seven hundred seventy-four by gustave masson early in the reign of charlemagne the pope was greatly annoyed by the lombards and in his support the king made a campaign against them charlemagne was so completely successful that all the lands of desiderius or didier the lombard king fell into his hands and he placed on his own head the iron crown of this people the following extract taken chiefly from the old chroniclers gives a vivid picture of his coming upon the lombards the editor didier had with him at that time one of charlemagne's most famous comrades ogier the dane who fills a prominent place in the romances and epics relating to chivalry of that age ogier had quarrelled with his great chief and taken refuge with the king of the lombards it is probable that his danish origin and his relations with the king of the danes gottfried for a long time an enemy of the franks had something to do with his misunderstanding with charlemagne however that may be when didier and ogger ogier heard that the dread monarch was coming they ascended a tower of vast height whence they could watch his arrival from afar off and from every quarter they saw first of all engines of war such as must have been necessary for the armies of darius or julius caesar is not charles asked didier of ogger with this great army but the other answered no the lombard seeing afterwards an immense body of soldiery gathered from all quarters of the vast empire said to ogger certes charles advanceth in triumph in the midst of this throng no not yet he will not appear so soon was the answer what should we do then rejoined didier who began to be perturbed should he come accompanied by a larger band of warriors you will see what he is when he comes replied ogier but as to what will become of us i know nothing as they were thus parleying appeared the body of guards that knew no repose and at this sight the lombard overcome with dread cried this time tis surely charles no answered ogger not yet in their wake came the bishops the abbots the ordinaries of chapels royal and the counts and then didier no longer able to bear the light of day or to face death cried out with groans let us descend and hide ourselves in the bowels of the earth far from the face and the fury of so terrible a foe trembling the while ogger who knew by experience what were the power and might of charles and who had learned the lesson by long constitute in better days then said when ye shall behold the crops shaking for fear in the fields and the gloomy po and the ticino overflowing the walls of the city with their waves blackened with steel then may ye think that charles is coming he had not ended these words when there began to be seen in the west as it were a black cloud raised by the northwest wind or by boreas which turned the brightest day into awful shadows 
but as the emperor drew nearer and nearer the gleam of arms caused to shine on the people shut up within the city a day more gloomy than any kind of night and then appeared charles himself that man of steel with his head encased in a helmet of steel his hands garnished with gauntlets of steel his heart of steel and his shoulders of marble protected by a cuirass of steel and his left hand armed with a lance of steel which he held aloft in the air for as to his right hand he kept that continually on the hilt of his invincible sword the outside of his thighs which the rest for their greater ease in mounting a horseback were wont to leave unshackled even by straps he wore encircled by plates of steel what shall i say concerning his boots all the army were wont to have them invariably of steel on his buckler there was naught to be seen but steel his horse was of the colour and the strength of steel all those who went before the monarch all those who marched at his side all those who followed after even the whole mass of the army had armour of the like sort so far as the means of each permitted the fields and the highways were covered with steel the points of steel reflected the rays of the sun and this steel so hard was borne by a people with hearts still harder the flash of the steel spread terror throughout the streets of the city what steel alack what steel such were the bewildered cries the citizens raised the firmness of manhood and of youth gave way at sight of the steel and the steel paralyzed the wisdom of greybeards that which i poor storyteller mumbling and toothless have attempted to depict in a long description ogre perceived at one rapid glance and said to didier here is what ye have so anxiously sought and whilst uttering these words he fell down almost lifeless end of section three this recording is in the public domain